for joining me once again. Hi, my name is Linda Ndungane and welcome to Thriving with Linda. So really this series is for people who have a strong desire and determination to stay positive, stay focused and succeed. I share what I have learned, what I have seen work from people who definitely know better than me and those who are willing to share their experiences so we can help each other and grow. I was very different in, in, in our relationship. Um, if you were to give a, a summary of, of a summary description of those relationships, you as a coach to your coaches, how would you describe that? My relationship with my coaches. Yeah. Well, well actually, you can just speak about me. <laughs> That, that that pulled me through with COVID and we were even laughing about it the other day about how, just how depressed I was, you know, and yeah, we could now laugh about it so yeah, no, no I definitely remember those calls <laughs> I do recall that one phone call after COVID started and you were like on a different level I can't like, do this <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I was like asking myself what has happened here we were on the right path we were thriving and something has happened mm, you had such great plans like i was initiating things i was executing and yeah so so how do you cope with that because you had that in our relationship you had quite a you had to deal with quite a huge dip so Linda went yeah. flat out, like, you know, that, uh, that line, <laughs> like this one is so, dying. That <laughs> so knowing you as a perfectionist that you are, and, um, and I know that perfectionists are also procrastinators. And in that moment, during that phone call, when you were just going on a tangent, I thought to myself, I can either allow you to pull me into your drama triangle, Mm-hmm. Or I can remain focused and talk to you about what changes can you make? Where are the opportunities right now that you are not seeing? Yeah. Because there are opportunities in the midst of all of this chaos, there are opportunities. I recall how I actually sat on that call and I thought, I hope I'm getting through through your head, through your emotions. Because I am not going to sit and listen to you wanting to give up. Yeah. What a quitter. That day for me, I thought, this is not the person that I know. So we're not quitting. And you know, in life, usually when we change,
and we pivot or we do something differently is because there was only one person, one person that believed in it. I assumed that role on that day. On that day, I reminded you of how important you are, how loved you are, how courageous you are, and how spirited you are. On that day, I also expected you to laugh with me and you were not in that moment, in that space of laughter. <laughs> not but at I all. Did. And I we laugh a lot, eh? Yeah, <laughs> I did throw in one or two jokes just so that we can have some lightness in our conversation because it was a really uh, heavy conversation. What you didn't know um, when you were calling me at, on, oh, on that day of that call, what you didn't know was when your call came through, I was actually at the hospital. Oh, no. I was at a hospital on that day. A very close dear sister of mine had lost a, a child prematurely. Mm. And I had gone in to hold her hand in a very difficult space and moment in her life. This was her second miscarriage in um, 18 months. And it was a very, very difficult day. I remember how hard it was for me to just say to her, I just need an hour to sit on this call. I'll be back. But I knew I had to leave her for that moment and sit with you in this call and then switch my switch after talking to you to a grieving switch mm. because... I had also lost a, a child and niece. You know, oh, it wasn't yeah. just him was grieving. I was also grieving because I thought I was going to hold that child in my arms very soon, but it wasn't to be. Sure. And how do you do that, though? How do you do... Because you just made me realize how difficult a role coaches have because... That means you you also need to be able to switch and adapt and as quick as possible because yeah. your coachee can call at any point. I mean, you're in a relationship. You yeah. you know We're you. In a um, it you know it's constantly reminding myself that it's not about me. Mm. It's really not about me. So in every engagement, and particularly on that day, in both instances, from, it wasn't about me. Much as I was grieving, I had to grieve after I had left both circumstances and being in my own space. In that moment, I had to hold her hand and, and then hold your hand at the same time. So both my hands were occupied. Yes. Both my hands were occupied, so there was no third hand to hold me in that particular space. But what was important is, I then reached out to my coach. Okay, okay. For a debrief. I reached out to my coach and I said, this is what I'm struggling with, and I need to get out of this dip because I have more people to talk to um, in the next couple of days that need coaching. Um, and... I cannot be in a dip. Mm. So it's really having a balanced life and making sure that as a coach, you have a place where you can call your, your coaching supervisor or your coach for a debrief 
to have a chat and find ways of navigating this thing called life. Sure. It's a big role that you're playing in society, hey? It's it's quite, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And yet underrated. Why would you why would you say it's it's underrated in your view? In my view, you are aware because you have self-awareness. Mm. You are aware about coaching because you have self-awareness. Yeah. Just take the scenario of someone who in the organization that is a non-starter topic. Okay. And also in their life. The only way they know how to get support is to go chill with friends over a glass of wine or a glass of beer. There's no awareness. Right? Yes. There's no self-awareness. And again, there is no engagement. So it's not a topic that is elevated in front of this individual. But in your case, it is there in your workplace. It is there in your life because you have a coach, myself. Um, and you also are researching and finding out more about the benefits of coaching. And look at us today. We're talking about thriving in 2021 in the midst of a pandemic. We're talking about misconceptions of coaching. We're also talking about your coaching journey. So there is that awareness on your side about coaching. So what really needs to happen in the industry is that people are given information and that's something that I do when I start coaching to try and break down the difference between coaching and mentoring because there's always a confusion about the two. Mm. Right? They, they are completely different um, sessions that you'd have with someone. They're different engagements. So when you go through coaching, it's like someone is helping you similar in a similar way as your navigator. Yes, yes. Right. Um, let's take your 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 example. Mm-hmm. There were times when when we started your coaching where we saw each other almost every second week. We sat and we 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 went through what we needed to do during that time. So there were compact sessions. I think your first four sessions were quite close to each other. Yes, and they're quite long. I think I think they were quite intense as well. They were quite intense. Mm. Yeah, and then. Once we got over that hurdle of you letting go of certain things and realizing where you need to make changes, you started going on your own to try and explore some of the things that coaching had brought as an awareness for yourself, right? Yes. Uh, While I was mentoring, you need to find someone who, if you're an engineer or if you're an auditor or an accountant, someone who is specifically in that field, perhaps even in your own organization or maybe outside, who can work the journey with you and give you examples of what they've achieved or what you can achieve. Um, They keep referring back to what can be done, what's possible and what's not possible. So mentors hold your hand. Okay. Sportsfield, for an example, when the soccer played or when this cricket played, where is the coach sitting, Linda? At the benches. At the benches. 
mm. right? Or is it forced watching as well, right? Yeah. Only when there's a break in the game or it's half time, that's when the players engage with the coach. While in mentoring, the mentor is there holding the individual's hand. Yeah. Yes. They actually, it's on the job training in a way. With coaching, you get to discover for yourself. You get to explore. You get to ask questions and you get to think about the possibilities on your own. What a coach does is to constantly ask you a question. What is your game plan? Bad <laughs> mm, <that> question. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> right? What an opportunity. Right? Yeah. Who's your support structure in all of this? Those are the questions that coaches will under normal circumstances ask. And again, depending on what it is that you're struggling with, this can go on in roundabouts we can we keep asking the same question in a different way yeah we're not necessarily solving the problem we're helping you navigate so coaching being that it's an opportunity for you to to be able to solve your own problems through guided questions by someone who doesn't necessarily need to be an expert in the area that you are working in uh, or in the area where you want to thrive. But just sticking on that, just on the notion um, that we're just um, touching on around um, your, your field of expertise being so underrated, there's so many parts to it as well. So there's life coaches, there's career coaches, there's business coaches, um, there's spiritual coaches and, and, and so forth. And for me, you became sort of a three-in-one at some point, four-in-one. Um, and I'm still saying to you, people don't know that, yes, and for sure in my space I do because I've picked it up more. So how does one thrive and know that this is the area that they need the most um, support in, this is where, um, and, and then what do they do? So I need support. So when I approached you, for instance, I said, I'm not happy with, with the space I'm in career-wise. I should be much further than I, I am. And these are the mistakes that I made. And I need to get out of this space that I'm in. I'm not happy. And it's not, it's not the environment I operate in or the environment I come from. It's me. I, I did things and I know that in order for me to get out of this area of my life and be happy, there's things that you need to guide me with in my career. But that obviously opened other areas that were also root causes to why I was, you know, um, making the decisions I was making and behaving the way I was behaving. If I'm seeing one, two, three in my space and I'm willing to take up a coaching journey, in actual fact, I would need to call up a a coach in this area? Yeah, so that's a very good question. So, you know, for us, um, with 17 years of experience on, on, you know, on my bag, 
you start flowing like a river as a coach. Wow. Yeah. So, if, <laughs> 17 years is a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. yeah. 17 years, on, you know, on my belt, on, on, my, on my back. So you start flowing like a river. So you kind of know, you start knowing where a person's blockages are. You know, some in most instances, before you even told me about certain things, I already knew when I was prepping to come to our session what we needed to talk about the, the next time. Mm. If you recall, there were instances where I would come in and say, what do you want to talk about today? And you would speak about this, that, and the other. Right? Yeah. And I would ask you questions that led to where I thought you need to, you know, sort of focus in a way. Yes, yes. Because once you get over this one hurdle, it will open three other doors for you that you will potentially not aware of. But that is something that I have learned over the years with the processes and also as a coach for me learning is a lifelong journey of so course every yeah, year, yeah every year i sign up for something in relation to coaching every year i sign up for something that is going to take me through a developmental process be it a listening skill it, it can be as simple as that, be it self-awareness, be it um, the fourth industrial revolution. Wow. Be it what is the impact of COVID on travel. I mean, I said in a webinar last week with Travel Tech, and in that webinar, I was potentially the only person who's not necessarily in travel. However, I sat through those two hours listening to these business leaders in travel talking about what the impact of COVID um, globally and how airlines and hotels are pivoting and making sure that it's safe for us as guests to travel. I do that because my work also pushes me to travel. Of course. And I also coach ladies that are in the travel industry. So I better be more knowledgeable than them. <laughs> it does help. This person made such an that. effort to be in it's my space. Yeah. yeah, it's only that, Linda. It's also me being able to ask them those very good questions in our coaching sessions. Mm. You know, like, they might not be thinking about those areas, but because I have them and they are in that industry, I then learn about the industry. I bring that awareness for myself so that when I sit with them, my conversation can flow like a river. Definitely, definitely. So so just to get back to my, my question, how does one then know um, how to reach out to to which type of uh, coach to reach out to? How do we help our people um, navigate that process? Um, I think, you know, for me, it's not just 
being available on Google and business or on the LinkedIn um, portals for small businesses or big businesses to find our business lending page or also just sitting on back.com and I subscribe to places where I know people are looking for coaches and based on the questions that people are asked I will respond or I will ask them questions and should they respond in a manner that to me says I can work this journey with them I make that first contact if they don't make the contact so uh, it's really again going back to knowing where to find the coaches uh, there's different platforms um, to find coaches but I use those three platforms um, you can find me at the lines then um, on transformational coaching you can find me on back.com and I'm also on Google My Business as Transform Leadership Consulting. Wonderful, wonderful. And how do we then make sure that we are able to to ask the right question or to answer in a way that, that, that leads us closer to you? Be relationship now there's no breakup we're now married and we can't get to yeah. that point in our <laughs>